Hello, well, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I'm laying here and I'm just wide awake. It's the middle of the night. Uh, when I went to do this, it was like 12, 22. <laughs> I had fallen asleep for a little bit and then I just, I woke up. Um, and I'm just laying here and I'm restless and feeling a, a really uh, incredibly heavy burden around my chest area. <laughs> so I figured I might as well do this. <laughs> I might as well let y'all in on, on uh, what's going on. Um, so I had talked about in my podcast that I put out yesterday, I had talked about this opportunity that I was I was really excited about, but I I didn't even bother to apply because they had asked for a COVID test. <clears throat> so yesterday when I was driving home from work, I, I had some like weird things happen. And when these weird things happen, I know that something's coming. Uh, so I saw this sequence of numbers that I haven't seen in a while. I don't know. I want to say maybe a year. I haven't seen this particular sequence of numbers in about a year. And it's a very significant sequence of numbers. And I'm, I'm not going to say outwardly what it is, but it's, um, it was very significant. I was on my way home from work. I saw I saw it on a license plate and I had to turn around and I had to take a picture of it because I do this a lot where I take pictures to remind myself of things, to remind myself of the evidence in my own life, of the workings of of that the creator the the all in all in, in my life these are these little what i call love notes um some people call them synchronicities i it's just a way that the universe communicates with us and i'm just speaking of myself right at the moment but speaks to us and and myself and 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 so i knew something like really was going to happen. And I had stopped off at the grocery store on the way home and I I really wanted to go for a walk yesterday, but it was getting dark. Um it was getting dark and I I really didn't want to walk where I was going to be walking with it being really dark um for my own safety. Uh, because there's like, I mean, not only humans, but like, I also have like, there's animals. I mean, there's like bobcats and I don't know, sometimes there's bear sightings around here. Um, and of course, coyotes and javelina and all kinds of animals. So I, so I was like, and then my son said, you know, I'll, I'll put the groceries away. And I was very appreciative of that. And I and I rushed out the door to do my walk, and I as I'm 
plugging in my curl my um earplugs, I get this notification from Indeed. So what has been happening is is that I've turned off all notifications for jobs on Indeed. All of them. I, I've turned them off, but every once in a while I will get an invitation from an agency to apply for a job. It's like I don't know, a recruiter sees my application, I mean my my resume and invites me to apply, which is how I got the position that I'm in right now. I was invited to apply for this position. I applied and did indeed get the position. So I get this position to apply and I'm looking at it and I'm it it is where I want to move. And and I start to just really um I just go into this like I just can't I can't like what? And then I looked it up and it and it has a COVID, it said on a case-by-case basis that they will consider a medical or a a um, religious exemption from the vaccine on a case-by-case basis. And I could not believe my eyes. I was just in shock. I, I just couldn't believe it. And so... I went on my walk in between those two things and I had also seen another sequence of numbers and I, I don't know, I can kind of tell when something's coming on, like some really big miraculous thing. So I get done with my walk, I come I come home, sorry about the yawning, I guess I'm tired but my brain is like wide awake, <laughs> so so I I... Uh, come home and I apply for the job. And and then I do more of what I do. I'm like looking into like possible housing and I'm just kind of having fun. I'm I'm not sending out any real, you know, investigative of anything. I'm just kind of looking, looking at maps, like where is going to be the closest for me to live to where I might be working and I, I, um, and then I, I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm just utterly petrified. And, and this was starting to come on even, even yesterday when I, when I was thinking about it and I didn't say anything to any, like my son about it. My son lives with me. Um, I guess I should say kind of, I live with him and I've talked to him about over the years about moving. Um, my son is in like a really strange position because he really could live on his own. Uh, he would need a little bit of help with money um, but he and like paying bills and things like that, but he could live on his own. And like, I, I take trips and he's totally fine. In fact, he seems really happy when I'm gone to a degree. 
<laughs> Maybe it's because he gets to raid the refrigerator or just do whatever he wants. And he's, you know, because I, I, I don't really restrict his mu- movements, but I keep pretty close tabs on him. Because I'm kind of the only one who is. And I just want to make sure that he's safe in this world, you know. So I, I like, know when he gets in. And even when I'm on trips, I'm, like, checking in on him. Uh, and so I hadn't said anything to, to him about it. But I, so I started to get, like, really this horrible case of the what ifs. And I'm just how is this going to work? And what is this salary going to be? And am I going to be able to cover all of my bills? And, and I just, I'm just heavily burdened. And I'm, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, because I've been, I've been doing these, I've been at this, this particular venture for about five years. For five years, I've wanted to move to this particular place. I had solidified that in my mind. But I had been wanting to move out of where I live for many years. I, I, I have, I've had a lot of life events in this community that have led me to really wanting to try something new. I've lived here for almost 23 years. I think it's like 23 years now, officially. And I just want something new and different and and a blank slate, so to speak. <clears throat> and so then I have this opportunity come... And it really scares me, like the actuality of it. Like, you know, and I started to think about things like, do I take my car? And what about his dental school? And like all this stuff is just going through my head. And I'm just feeling this like incredible feeling in my chest. And this that I it's like, am I going to really miss him? so so this has been like the first like it's been about a year and a half that it's just been the two of us here because before my son was my other son was living here and before my daughter was living here so everybody's just been kind of flying the nest for the last few years here but um now it's just the two of us and he's really especially lately, he's been really upping his game. I don't know what happened or like if it's just maturity on his part, but I gotta tell you, he has really upped his game with me. There's been these like nuisances that I just, and they sound just so ridiculous, but like one of the things that bothered me the most was that I was always the one who had to refill the soap dispensers. <laughs> okay. Now I know, I know it sounds like a really small thing, but I just got so tired of it. 
like over the years, like being the only person who ever refilled the soap dispensers. And, and I, I seem to be one that I don't like use as much soap, I guess, as other people in the house. And it's like, and I was always the one who had to refill the soap dispenser. Well, he has started refilling the soap dispenser. <laughs> just like out of nowhere, I, I just like walk over. I'm like, oh my God, it got filled. Um, and that was just one of the things. He's been loading the dishwasher more. He's been, um, he's, he's always been really good at emptying the dishwasher. He takes the garbage cans out. Like when the big garbage, um, truck comes, um, he knows what day it is to take them out, which is nice because I might forget sometimes. Um, he started this other thing too. Like he, well, he's doing his own laundry and but he used to leave his clothes a lot in the dryer which drove me crazy like <laughs> when i would when i would open the dryer and then his clothes were like in the dryer well i would open the dryer to put clothes in the dryer or towels or whatever and it was just filled with clothes and it would really bother me i don't know that i ever like really said anything out loud about it, but somehow he has been emptying it with more regular regularly regularity where I haven't been opening the dryer and there's been any clothes in there. So that has been just so nice. And he has been really upping his game with the dog. Um, so we got this dog, I think she turned eight years old last year. So we got this dog and we got her as a puppy. And I, the only reason why I got the dog was because of him. I think I've told this story, but I guess I'll tell it again. Sometimes I don't understand the irresponsibility of people. And I shouldn't be judgmental, but my son was going to a day program and one of the people that worked there had allowed their male dog to impregnate both of their female dogs. And they had like 17 puppies that they had to find homes for. And so they decided to bring the puppies into a place that had people like with varying degrees of special needs. So she brings the puppies in and, and my son falls in love with this one dog. So I, I go over, I take a look at the dog and I, and I, and I, I, I know myself pretty well and I'm not really good with puppies. I, I'm not a good dog trainer. I, <laughs> I'm just not. And I'm just like, you know, but I just felt like my son had the right to have a dog that he liked. So I agreed very reluctantly to bring, to allow the dog to live with us. So, um, and this dog, she, she's half pit bull and half terrier and she 
was very destructive. She actually was so destructive that she would tear up the leashes that I would buy. She she tore up every bed I had ever bought her. She um she tore up all the toys. She she tore up all my seat cushions. She got scratch marks on my electric sockets. I mean, she was a very destructive dog. Plus the fact that when I walked her, she was the type and she was so strong. She still is, but she's just better. But let me like, so when she was a puppy, she, she would always pull on the leash like pull when you, so when you were walking her, she would be pulling you. And there were so many times where I told my son, it's me or the dog. Like I just couldn't handle this dog. And plus the fact that I had all kinds of other stuff going on in myself, um, that like the dog was like the least of my worries going on with just trying to keep a roof over our head and everything else, like basically living in survival mode for years. Uh, But as the years have gone on, I have really fallen in love with this dog. I mean, I take her out every morning. (laughs) I take her out to go to the bathroom and then I feed her breakfast and she is like she is my little baby and i i love this dog very much she has a really sweet personality i mean she is strong but she is a really sweet dog and and he has been really upping his game with this dog and really taking her out on walks and and taking her out when she has to go to the bathroom and all of this. And then he did something, I just couldn't even believe it. The dog has needed to be bathed for a long time. (laughs) She really needed a bath. And I have to say that I've tried to bathe her, but she's so strong and she jumps out of the bathtub with me and then there's like water everywhere it is really an undertaking to 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 bathe this dog and and so I've been neglecting and neglecting and then my my other kids are like you know mom just take her to a groomer and but honestly I'm so scared that she will be just petrified you know because I see what they do with these groomers and they like they like tie them up sometimes they muzzle them and I don't know. I just, I think, I think she would be really scared. And I just, I don't know. I just don't want to take her to a groom. So yesterday, it was funny. He had put on his, on his calendar that we were going to wash the dog on a certain day. I don't remember what day it was, but yesterday he sends me this text message at work and tells me that he has washed the dog. He gave her a bath on his own. And I'm like, wow, he is really upping his game. I mean, like really upping his game. And, and, and I think that I, 
so, so basically the point is, is I have been asking, I've been asking and I did, I had this like weird feeling that an opportunity would be coming to me. So I had this opportunity, an invitation to apply, would like to receive your application for this position in the place that I want to live with a salary that that isn't like over the top, but I mean it, you know, I can hopefully make make it work. And and then when I'm when I'm actually putting myself in a position where I'm going to this place where I'm imagining this, I'm like really scared. Really scared. I'm like, okay, how is this going to go? And I'm am I going to really miss my son and my dog? And you know, what if I get there and and like I really it's just not the right place for me or I I don't know like how is this going to work and um you know and I don't know I just I just and I'm just saying like like what is like wrong with me <laughs> that I would ask for something for so long and it's not even that I got I have the job but then I was like sitting there and I was going on like on the interview and then like going through the scenario of telling my current employer, like, and I was just going through all this, these scenarios in my head and like almost obsessively. And I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And and, and I'm just, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And then I was just like, okay, just let go. Just let go. Just let go of all of it. My 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 perceived sense of control. Like I really have control over really anything. Like we think we have control, but like we are reliant on the oxygen that we breathe. We take for granted that, that there will be oxygen for the next breath. Like, like, we think we're in control, but we're absolutely not in control. We are dependent on so many factors for our survival in this realm. And so... I have to remind myself that I've done scary things before. I have, I've made decisions that were really hard for me. And, and I walked into the unknown and, and I just did it. I mean, this is like really unknown for me. I don't know. I've never even been to this place before. I've just, I've just dreamed of it. And, and I've looked into it and I've kind of researched it and I've looked for places to live and I've like, okay, what are rents there? I mean, I've, I've been at this a while and I know better than to, to like really make any solid plans until I get a job offer. But, 
even the thought of it really just did a number on me. <laughs> and so I hear these little, little like quotes all the time. Do the thing that terrifies you. And I am, I'm a bit terrified. I've never moved out of the state I live in. And I've, I've never necessarily moved to a place on my own. Like when I moved here from where I was before, I was, I was, came with my family, my little family, my husband and my children. I didn't move here by myself, but I've, I've never done anything quite like that, but that doesn't mean that I can't do it. I can do it. I can do it. And I can see how it goes. I can, I can trust. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just sort of laughing at myself. It's like, this is what you've been asking for. You know, so sometimes I, I do these things that these theorists tell me to do, you know, like if I'm so blessed, then show me. If I'm so worthy, then show me. If if I'm so rich, then show me. If I'm so loved, then show me. If I'm so lovable, then show me. Like testing the universe. <laughs> it's like... And then another one of these mantras that I do is, okay, so, so like, what is the quickest way to this thing that I desire? What is the quickest way to the thing that I desire? And, and the, the move that I'm talking about is the quickest way to the thing that I desire. It is the, the only way that I know to bend space and time to have the possibility turn into a a okay so a potentiality turn into an actuality i mean there are many ways that that can happen but this is this is one way would be for me to physically move and so and so then I mean the funny part is okay okay so I ask okay so this, then maybe I mean maybe this is the opportunity that is the quickest way for me to get from A to B and then it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute It reminds me of this this Bible verse. I'm not like, y'all know me, or a lot of you do. I'm not a Bible type of person. I mean, I believe in some things in the Bible, but it reminds me of this 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 supposed thing that Jesus said. Maybe he didn't say it at all, but this supposed thing that Jesus said, and these people were talking about becoming his disciple. And he said, he said, you know, sell all of your, your things and come follow me. And the person was like, oh, well, you know, I got a lot of stuff, you know. But then another guy said, I've got to go bury my dad. And he, he was like, let the dead bury the dead. 
so I kind of feel like it's like, you know, I'm given this opportunity and then I'm like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, what? Like when you get invited to get on the rocket ship, you just say, okay, I'm getting on the rocket ship. I'm getting in. I don't know exactly how this is all going to work, but buckle up. And so, and so this is like a, a contrast to the way that I would th- have thought that I would be. I would have thought that I would have been, you know, I'm in 100% with joy. But instead, all of my overthinking overtook me to the point where I just couldn't even sleep. I mean, I was just completely overrun with fear. I don't know. Isn't this just like the weirdest phenomena? I cannot be the only person who who has experienced this. I can't be. Other people must, you know, must have have this happen too. And so I'll let you all know how this uh, goes down. We'll see. We'll see if I have, <laughs> or maybe I'll let you know after the decision is made. <laughs> we'll just have to see how this goes. But anyway, I appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.